worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. And this is FM News 101 KXL. It is Portland's Morning News. Good morning to you. I'm Veronica Carter. And I am Brett Recamp. Thanks so much for being with us on this Wednesday. It's now 8.03. Well, if you need a permit to deal with a tree on your property, and it's in Portland, KXL's Jeremy Scott tells us you could be waiting for a while. Urban forester crews are swamped dealing with the destruction from last week's storm. More than 750 large branches or entire trees came down due to that severe weather, which is comparable to the major winter storm of February of last year. And it's really unprecedented to see something like that. Mark Ross with Portland Parks and Rec says all available crews are working to clear blocked roads. Trees that are impeding access or creating a safety issue are taking priority. It will take several weeks to finish. If you're waiting on a permit, the city asks for your patience as they deal with the backlog. They ask that you do not call to check on the status. Jeremy Scott, FM News 101. Change can be good, but changing the way governments run is a challenge. KXL's Net Newell looks at changes made to Beaverton and some that may be coming soon for Portland. Lacey Beatty became mayor of Beaverton on January 1st, 2021. The same day it changed from a strong mayor government to one where a professional city manager runs the day-to-day operations. She did not support that change. There's no one the buck stops with, right? As a member of the council, all seven of us are trying to direct a city manager. Getting consensus on items is challenging. Meantime, Portland voters will decide in November whether to change to a strong mayor form of government. Mayor Ted Wheeler explains why the current system, in his view, has to go. You are electing people to serve on a city council but really what they are is managers. And people who are elected to the Portland City Council may have never managed anything larger than a popsicle stand. He talked to our news partner, KGW. Annette Newell, FM News 101. Boating and swimming in the Willamette are okay, but don't eat the fish. KXL's Mike Turner gets the warning from the county. Baltimore County Health Department warns communities to avoid eating PCB-contaminated fish like carp, bass, catfish, and crappie. Those fish have been absorbing PCBs from the Portland Harbor Superfund site for years. Willie Levinson of the Human Access Project is getting the word out. The principal risk of the Superfund site is fish consumption. What happens is resident fish eat contaminated sediment and it builds up in their fatty tissue as a bioaccumulate. So when somebody eats a resident fish, it's like eating a PCB nugget. Fish caught between Kelly Point Park and the Southwood Bridge are some of those fish you shouldn't eat. Mike Turner, FM News 101. The call for volunteers may be going out soon. The National Cancer Institute is working with researchers in Oregon on a study of whether a simple blood test can be used to detect a cancer before symptoms occur. CBS News correspondent Kate Smith spoke with the Institute's Dr. Lori Menagian. The tests work by checking DNA fragments from tumor cells, but the question is whether this sort of screening can cut the nation's death rate from cancer. Once we get to the point where this trial is up and running, we'll need many Americans to sign up and participate. The concern is that screenings sometimes do more harm than good, bringing false positives and unnecessary costs. A new 12-story senior living tower at the waterfront Vancouver is officially under construction. They broke ground yesterday and expect it to be finished by spring 2024. 
The Springs to the waterfront will be the largest building there. It'll have about 250 total private residences for people aged 62 and older. The Springs is based in McMinnville and owns and operates 18 senior living communities in Oregon, Montana, and soon in southwest Washington. From the office to the racetrack, a Beaverton company will have its name all over Fox Sports this June. KXL's Jim Ferretti reports. Pacific Office Automation has been named the title sponsor of the NASCAR race in Portland on June 4th. Company president Doug Patassi tells me he's excited that they're going to be part of something that he feels will be great for Portland. I asked if being part of a nationally televised event can help business. PLA has grown every year. We're in 10 states on the West, continuing to look to new markets to grow what we've done um, by earning the business with clients. And we just want to, you know, keep providing for our customers and our families. The now named Pacific Office Automation 147th is June 3rd and 4th at PIR. Single tickets went on sale yesterday and they are going fast. Jim Ferretti, FM News 101. Joining us live now, KGW meteorologist Rod Hill. Rod, we've been talking about tornadoes. We don't have them very often. We had a little funnel cloud not that long ago on the east side of Portland, right? That was just a, a little something never touched down or anything. Pretty rare around here, yeah? Yeah, the uh, you know this cold April. I think we've had a couple different episodes where we've had some cold, what we call cold core uh, funnel clouds to the cold air aloft. And these were basically spinning vortexes extending down from the cloud deck that stayed fairly up high, never got anywhere close to touching down. Um, there is talk that we are at least in the slightest of slight, <laughs> the slightest of slight, severe weather outlook uh, areas for later today, tonight, into tomorrow. And, and uh, basically, we have steady rain picking up here in Portland between about 10 and 4 today. It's starting to mist down in Salem. So that's just rain. I don't see any storm chance in there. Some heavier rain rates, maybe. But then that stops, and then we get into this evening. So this evening and overnight tonight, we get into scattered precipitation, and that could produce some uh, thunderstorms. There's a big swath of lightning being detected by satellite imagery that's out in the Pacific, and that area will be coming into our region tonight into uh, tomorrow morning. So during that time, we'll be on guard to watch for possible thunderstorms. And certainly there's a chance we could have a couple of stronger cells produce some damaging winds. But but real quick, guys, typically when we get a, you know a tornado or even a, a really serious wind event from an isolated cell, we actually have an upper-level disturbance that kind of swings in, and that feeds the rotation and gets that going. I don't see that happening this time. The big upper-level low never really comes in and it sets out to shore, and I'm not seeing any little disturbance that really feeds in. I think it's just going to be unstable, and maybe we get around to some thunder and lightning tonight into tomorrow morning. You and I left the Midwest to get away from tornadoes. So. Yes. Um, and bad- yeah, I've seen a tornado once myself with my own eyes when I worked down in South Texas, and it is... Um, it is a scary thing yeah. to mm. witness. You know, fortunately, our tornadoes are typically F-0s or F-1s. We're, we're talking about tornadoes that usually have wind speeds anywhere from 60 to about 75 or maybe 80 miles per hour. And, and those, you know, obviously do some damage, but uh, but typically it would be rare to have life loss in those situations. We won't so end up in Kansas. Chance, oh, man, Veronica <laughs> just stole my line. I've been waiting for three minutes to say, any chance we end up in Kansas today, Rod? <laughs> 
<laughs> and you're a little well. Once you get over too. the Cascades and uh, get out of Eastern Oregon, it's kind of all flat sailing into Kansas, right? You just start rolling, and there you go. That's it. All right, our forecast, real quick, guys. Looks like the rain picks up in Portland. Maybe by ten o'clock this morning, pretty wet between ten and four. Then that scattered storm chance that we talked about today's high fifty-four. I'm Rod, FM News One Hundred and One. Rod, thank you so much. It is forty-two right now in downtown Portland.